Hey man, what's going on? Welcome back to the show. Hip Hop Parade. Welcome back, welcome back. Alright, so, I don't know if it sounds any different or not, but I am using a different app to record, and I'm uh, going to upload to Anchor from there. in the background, about the same, it's a different stretch of road, I think it might be a little bit louder, uh, anyway, uh, also wanted to try to do, uh, instead of just a, a random hit the record button, and start talking, have the, uh, the title of the episode be the thing that I'm talking about, that might be a, a little bit better, instead of uh, digging in deeper, um, general conversation, that type of thing, Let's see how that works out, see where that goes, alright, uh, so uh, at the moment, the title of this episode is What is Point B? Or what is What's the end game? What's the point? Where does this go? Where is the end as far as I guess as far as anything goes but right now is you know, where's the Where's the end of prepping? How, how far have you... How far do you go? And where do you kind of plateau, I guess? Because like I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, thinking to myself, you know, when is it... When is it enough? You know, I know, I know one of the answers is it's never enough. But if something were to happen, right, and you spent the last 10, 15, 20 years putting in a garden, road to, you know, and, I, and I'm, I'm never going to be at that level of it's, how am I going to say it, it's, it's never going to be acres of land. I've got a house. I've got a yard. I've got a limited amount of space. Right? I don't know. I don't know how to. At this point, I don't know how to make the best of that space. But I know it's. It's never going to be as much as somebody with a really big farm, okay? I've got, I've got a small amount of space. I want to use it as best as I can and, and see what happens, right? I know I'm, I'm not going to be able to, I, 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 at this point, it doesn't seem likely that I'm going to be able to you know, start my own uh, my own little farm that I take all the extra to the 
to the farmer's market and make so much money from that that I've got my own little small business going and blah, 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 blah. If I go to the farmer's market, probably just for fun, um, I'm, I, maybe one of my goals being to provide 100% of my own personal calories just from my garden you know that that seems like a pretty reasonable goal i've seen people on youtube doing that um, rob greenfield is one one name i'd like to throw out there very inspirational as far as uh, nature and minimalism sustainable person okay I think his content is pretty cool um, but as, as far as you know as far as like an end game uh, I don't I don't think there really is one other than seems to me the further I dig into being a prepper, the further I dig into being a minimalist, the further I dig into being a survivalist, the further I dig into being, you know, a, a nature-based spiritual type of person, the further I dig into all of these aspects of, of life that I find most interesting, the more it feels like nature is the answer. Okay? More, maybe not the answer for everybody. Right? But how about we do it this way? Okay? And I, I don't remember if it's in, in the re-intro I did way back in June or July. But uh, let, let's give it a swing here. Me a drink. I've been talking. I've been talking to the phone, doing the podcast thing, a bit much, and my voice isn't used to talking this much anymore. <laughs> the, la- the last time before the before I wiped out all of my episodes, I had like 150 episodes up. Plus, I had a whole bunch more in queue, and I'm not going to do that anymore. I- I've Whenever I first started, I thought the the smart thing to do was to record a bunch of episodes, put one out a day, and there was some time-sensitive stuff that that kind of screwed some stuff up, and blah, blah, blah. I just, I don't want to have that burden of trying to remember to put out, you know, every day one episode, and stuff in the queue, and blah, 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 I just want to hit record, and I want to talk, and the stuff that I talk about, if you want to talk about it too, awesome, there should be a link down in the description, the show notes, whatever, and it has my, has a link to my Twitter, go there, right, go there, say hi, interact with me, I think Twitter right now is going to be my 
my main comment section, my main interaction area, and we'll just hang out there for right now and see what happens, right? Um, I... How do I say it? The, the more I dig into all of it, you know, getting rid of stuff, being a prepper, you know, it, it, there's... There's some sort of a little hybrid that I've got going in my head. Somewhere, somewhere in between the pioneer people here in America, the like after uh, after the Louisiana Purchase, and everybody started heading west. Somewhere in between there and our hunter-gatherer ancestors if how about this if if the pioneers the American pioneers decided that the Native Americans were the smarter people and adopted their ways and blended them into their own ways. Something like that. Okay? Somewhere in there, the idea that we all come from nature, nature is our mother, and that there's a, there's a balance there that doesn't really necessarily need to be messed with. Does that make sense? Like, we... We humans are, are pretty smart, intelligent creatures. We got, a, we got a pretty good wisdom score, right? But there's there's too much of an arrogance about us that makes us think that we are we are the greatest thing since sliced bread. Okay. Makes us think that we know better. We are the smart ones. We know what we're doing and you are going to follow. And, and nature, you better not get in our way because we're going to tear, tear down all the trees and we're going to blow the tops off of mountains and we're going to reroute rivers because what does nature know? Little, little stuff like that, okay? If, if we would have learned to live with nature, and there, there's a, uh, a thing that I like to say, and I'm going to say it a lot, to be a part of nature, not a part from nature. Okay, nature isn't something that we need to dominate or separate ourselves from and feel superior than. We are nature. Okay? And I really feel like that the, this whole idea of, of, of prepping and being a prepper is is a something of a means to an end, okay? Something to, 
not necessarily distract, but how do I say it? To get to provide there we go. To provide a cushion. Okay, think of it this way. You've got a job and you put a few dollars away into your savings account or in a sock under the you're, you're saving money, right? And for what purpose? In case. In case what? In case something happens. In case you lose your job, right? They talk about having like two or three months worth of salary saved up in a savings account, right? That's completely unrealistic for a lot, a lot, a lot of people. For a lot more people than can do it a lot a lot more people cannot do it than people that can right I can't do it right I mean eventually two or three dollars at a time yeah okay 20 years from now I'll have a couple of months worth of salary saved up <laughs> right but you start you start digging into these little areas these little these little nooks and crannies of things that people say, things that preppers say, things that minimalists say, things that, you know, things that I say to myself. You know, and you start opening up these boxes a little bit, you start cleaning out all the little corners, you're like, oh, here's this little, this little nugget of something here, let's explore this and see what it's all about. And a, a lot of, a lot of preppers talk about, you know, that, that ultimate level of being prepared and, and what happens next, it, it's, it looks a lot more like being in tune with nature than one would think, okay? Yeah, there's there's that that security threat. There's that that idea that somebody's out there and they want to take my stuff. Right? Yeah, there there's that. Okay. I'm not exactly sure how to deal with that other than you know that there's Part of my spiritual trip, I've uh, I've read the Tao Te Ching a few times, right? And in the Tao Te Ching, they talk about how do I say? It? They talk about not making as big of a deal of stuff so that people will not want to steal it, okay? The, the more, and, and, I, and I like to use, and I don't know if it's something that happens today anymore, but I know it happened whenever I was a kid, that you'd hear it on the news on a pretty regular basis that some some inner city kid got murdered for his shoes, for his Air Jordans. And 
know, society and culture and whatnot makes a big deal out of stuff. To the point that if you don't have this stuff, you are considered a failure. You are considered a loser. Nobody wants to be a loser, right? I mean, nobody wants to be Nobody wants to be number two. Everybody wants to be number one. Number one is the winner. Number two is the first loser. That's that's how our culture puts it out there. And if you lose, you lose. And if you lose and you're and you don't win, then you're not going to be happy. You're going to be a loser. Losers aren't happy. You want to be happy, right? Win. Win at all costs. Step on toes, kick people down, throw shade on them. Just do whatever you can to be number one at all costs. And and for what? Why? For stuff? For a shiny car? For a big house? For sparkly jewelry? You ever stop and think about what what? has to happen in order for that stuff to become your possession? There's a really effective scene for me and something that I've shown my kids regularly. Um, There's a movie with Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, right? Uh, And uh, oh, what's his name? Sean William Scott, the guy who plays Stifler, right? It's called The Rundown. It's it's a funny movie. It's a good movie. Okay? It's got the right amount of action to it, the right amount of arrogance to it. it. It's just a really good movie. Right? And it's got Christopher Walken in it, which makes, you know, any movie with Christopher Walken in it, it's a good movie, right? There's a scene in that movie where Christopher Walken's character brings The Rock's character beyond the curtain and, and they look out on this this gold mine. Right? Now the mine has a bunch of people climbing up and down the ladders and terraces and whatnot. And Christopher Walken's character gives this speech talking about where gold comes from. It doesn't just magically show up. There's people that, you know, they they show up in these places where gold was once found and they start digging a hole and they find it. And because gold is such a valuable commodity, there's millions and millions of dollars getting thrown at this metal. And those people that live in that area, in order to survive and live, They've, they're more or less forced into working in those mines and, and living a pretty much a horrible, awful life just to dig gold up out of the ground and give it to this white guy and get a couple of bucks out of it while the white guy is getting hundreds and thousands of dollars out of it. You, you see what I mean? That That's the price of that gold chain around your neck. That's the price of the gold on the on the rims of your car. That's the price of the you know, the gold watch. That's the price 
of the gold that runs around in your little computer boards and your smartphones and your computers. See what I'm doing here? That that one little metal is causing so much pain and suffering in the world. Yeah, you're right. I'm I'm just as much to blame as the next guy. But I also I also live in this world where I have to participate in that. Okay? That's kind of part of one of, one of the purposes of me doing this podcast is to shine some light in these dark little corners of, of things that we're not being exposed to. Yeah, the new Mercedes-Benz is so fantastic and great. You'll be so comfortable in this car and you'll be driving in a Mercedes and you'll be the envy of all of your friends. Buy one now for your spouse for Christmas, you know? <laughs> None of these commercials ever talk about how how awful the people are treated before it becomes the Mercedes. Everybody, everybody in that little chain of events. You know what I mean? And and for what? For money. So, and why do we need all the money to buy stuff? Okay. Somewhere in there, the the idea of money is the root of all evil, the root of all the kills, blah blah blah. Right? Why money for stuff? Okay. Nine times out of ten, it's useless, stupid, breakable crap that we spend hours, days, weeks, months, years of our lives saving up money to purchase. And for what? Why? You know what I mean? Why why bother with all of all of this suffering? Why cause all of this suffering to buy all of this stuff if it's all useless crap? On the uh, and, I, and I, I personally, I'm I'm not at that level of prepper. Okay, I need stuff. All right, <laughs> I need stuff. I need money. But while I'm on my way to that place, once I get to that place, I I would like to know what happens next. So I start thinking about it. I put it in my head and I say, all right, just like with minimalism. All right, what happens? What is the end goal here? What is the, you know, is, is minimalism the, the end of the journey being zero things? No. And it's, it's a personal thing. It's, it's a thing that, uh, how do I say It's a personal trip. Like, my spiritual trip is different than your spiritual trip. My definition of prepper is probably different than your definition of prepper. Alright? I've I've gotten myself into a place with my head... Excuse me. I have the hiccups now. I've gotten myself to a place in my head 
where I can run all of these scenarios and, and, and get myself prepared mentally for the idea that, you know what, I really don't need all of these things. And say, well, what then? What happens when you need this thing? Well, maybe, maybe instead of preparing the world for what it needs, a screwdriver, instead, getting the world back to a place where it doesn't need a screwdriver. Does that make sense? See where I'm coming from here? If you don't, if you don't need, if you don't need a screwdriver, then you don't have to have a screwdriver. If the world doesn't have things that needs a screwdriver, if the world doesn't have unnecessary stuff, you know, if there's a thing that you need, I'm, I'm a big fan of Dungeons and Dragons, okay? I like playing Dungeons and Dragons. It's, it's a cool way for me to, to spend some of my extra brain power, okay? I like to sit down and create characters, and whether I get to play the actual game enough, and no, I don't, but also, you know, I, I look at it as a, as a, a helper thing to help me create these little characters, and maybe one day I get to write a book, right, and it, it's fun. I love those kinds of books. I, I read Dragonlance. Right? Dragonlance is an awesome series of books. There's like 200 of them. They are amazingly written and fantastic. Even the bad ones are still pretty good. Right? Some of them aren't as good as the good ones. And some of the good ones are way better than the bad ones. I don't know what I just said. I don't know what I just said. That's great. The point being... All of this stuff, all of it, really. Even the books that I love so much, they're they're unnecessary. And it's it's cool that the stories were told and that they are recorded somewhere so that the story exactly the way it was written can be handed down from one generation to the next, that is cool, but, what, like, go, go like with ancient history and ancient aliens, you know, there, there's a, there's the idea that, the, uh, the ancient astronaut theory, that, uh, aliens from a galaxy far, far away came to this planet and planted their seed and created humans and blah 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 right and I stopped and I thought about it and everybody's like oh this would be a monumental discovery and blah 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 and I'm like alright so then what what happens what happens the aliens pop up out of the sky somewhere they contact our leaders they take over our airwaves whatever it is and they say hey man 
this is how it happened. We we showed up like 10,000 years ago, and and this happened, and now we're back. What does that change? I mean, some of the questions that we have are answered. Yes. Okay. Cool. But what does that really change? We're we're here. We're now. We're doing this thing, and we're living our lives, and you know, like. Finding out you're adopted, right? It answers a lot of questions, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's a bad analogy. I don't know what it's like to be adopted, right? Um, how about your, how about your girlfriend screwing around behind your back? I've got experience there. Okay. Finding out that your spouse is screwing around behind your back, you suspect things, right? And whenever you find out the truth of the matter, it answers a lot of questions. You understand, like, ah, yes, this makes this whole thing that I was thinking about makes a lot more sense now because you've been screwing around behind my back. I get it. All right, cool. Thanks. Thanks for answering the questions. Now, now I move on with my life. My life is it's changed, yes, but to what end? You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's not like every single thing, as far as necessities and whatnot, is, is over now, and and you're gonna get beamed up to the mothership, and you're gonna fly off into another dimension or whatever. That I mean, that'd be pretty cool, but still, the basic the basic concept of of life itself is still is still there and you still got to take care of these necessities and whatnot why 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 not instead of spending all of our time hating each other and, and ridiculing each other and making fun of each other and, and just being in a general negative place with everybody and everything why not treat everything and by everything I mean everything humans, animals trees, plants rocks, nature everything with the same amount of respect that we expect everything to give us That makes sense. Instead of just a really big shadow flew over me. I don't know what it was. Oh, that's a big giant plane. <laughs> Just for future reference, eventually I'm going to start digging into some conspiracy theories and whatnot. Might get a little weird, right? But I only want to dig into these to, you know, to expose and explore some of the absurdities that our our world is involved in. Like, why in the world are we doing this? Yeah, big giant plane, man. 
result? What is the end game? How, you know, and as, as a prepper, what is, what is the point? Taking care of your individual needs, your your family's individual needs. Okay, you got your small little group, but then what? You still want to be a prepper. You still want to keep prepping. You know, so you you evolve, uh, you expand your your circle out. Okay, you've taken care of you. You expand your circle out. You're taking care of your spouse. You expand your circle out. You're taking care of your your kids, you expand your circle out, you've taken care of your home, you've taken care of your neighbors, you're helping take care of your community, you're helping take care of your city, your town, your village, then you're taking care of your county, you know, and you're involved in the care of all of these things, and eventually you get you get to a place where it's, it's, um, how do I say it's you're you're doing this to take care of everybody right and it's and it's a it's a kind of out there kind of thing you know and it may not be that your own personal influence gets to a place where you are helping every single person but just like I was saying before in the last episode, I don't necessarily want every single person to follow every single word that I'm saying. I want to, I want to share my experience with everybody, and those who see my experience and my example. They use my example to better their lives. Awesome. Okay? And then they use their life, their experience as their example and share it with other people. And they help make somebody's life better. Awesome. Double awesome. Billions of times awesome. You know what I mean? Just throwing my little pebble out into the pond and watching the ripples go out. Right? I can't. I can't tell you how to use my example. Just like you can't tell me how to use your example. But I'll look at your experience and I'll and I'll look at your example and I'll see how it fits into my life. And if it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. We all move on. But there's, you know, there's that place where you can't help but recognize that what we're doing right now isn't, isn't cool. You know what I mean? We're, we may not be the sole contributor of global climate change, yes, nature goes through cycles and ups and downs and backs and forth and blah 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 yes you are right yes but we're also not doing anything to help matters okay nature doesn't wipe out entire species 
just for the fun of it. Okay? There, there are deeper things involved than our own arrogance and thinking, well, we get to do what we want because we are human. We are the apex. We are the tippy top of the hill as far as evolution and all this other fun stuff goes. And to that I would like to say I don't think so. We might be good at doing what we're doing but there are other things better at what they're doing than what we are doing. That, huh, I don't know if that made any amount of sense or not but I hope, I hope my point got across. <laughs> it has been a long day, boys and girls, and I am ready for a nap. But coming back to the whole idea of, of endgame, what, you know, if, if we spent more time you know, caring about others than filling our own pockets and taking away from as many people as we can and knocking them down so that we can be number one. Instead of envisioning the top as, you know, a single step on the ladder that there's only room for one, instead of picturing it that way, Maybe we could redefine the top as this giant plateau. And I've seen, I've seen uh, maps and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Infographics that shows that the entire population of the planet right now, all eight billion of us could physically all fit in the state of Texas. Like, wow! That's a lot of farmland. Okay, that's, that's a lot of space. If, if we all could cram ourselves into into uh, into Texas. Texas is a really big place also. Alright? But not as big as the entire planet. Right? If we could all fit into that, that little space, then I don't see why we couldn't we couldn't spend our time developing the little bit of space that we're taking up right now as far as having a house, as far as having a yard, right? And instead of denying people that don't have a home, the ability to have a home, whether it be, you know, I, I saw another thing talking about how there, there are more vacant houses in the United States than there are homeless people. I mean, every homeless person that is out there right now could have a house. They could have a shelter, a somewhere to live. There's more opportunity for house than there are people who need house. 
those people could have that house and if those people could grow a garden, could cut through the the governmental red tape and say, look, I'm not growing this food to make a bunch of money. I'm growing this food to feed me. I'm hungry. Okay? You can make it where you've got to go to these classes or, or pass a licensing exam or, or whatever so that people can butcher their own animals. I'm a vegan, so I'm not really worried about all that, but I'm worried about people being able to eat. Okay? It's, it's a it's one of those absolute necessities. We have to have food. Right? It's it's not like it's not like Pepsi. I love Pepsi. I love Pepsi. I drink a lot of Pepsi. But I don't need it. I don't have to have it. Okay? But people gotta eat food. And I get, I get the whole idea of, of, of governments not allowing people to butcher food and, and, or butcher animals and stuff like that in a clean place, la da 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 okay? Okay. <sighs> totally get it. I, the whole cleanliness and, and salmonella and trichinosis and all that stuff. I, I, I get it. I get it. I do.
find, you know, the regular weed guy and get the regular weed, right? And you can spend a little bit of money on getting a, a pretty decent amount of weed, right? But, but, you could spend a little bit more money, get a little less weed, but the weed that you're getting is really good, right? And you get yourselves a couple of bags of that, and you spend, you know, the weekend or a few days blazing up and getting really, really high on that good weed, right? And then you're out of the good stuff. Like, man, that sucks. So you get, you go back to the regular weed guy and get the regular weed and you get home and you get it all broken up and ready to go and you start smoking and you're sitting there like, man, it doesn't even feel like I smoked anything. Right? There's gonna be, there's going to be some adjustment. Okay? And I think, I think it's probably for the best that that we start doing that we start with withdrawing ourselves hey instead of you know instead of it coming to a point where we don't have any more money we can't get any more drugs and the scary thing is is that we're gonna make we're gonna make two one of two really tough choices. Okay. We're either going to quit or we're gonna go through the withdrawals or we're gonna get the DTs or we're gonna shake or we're gonna sweat, we're gonna get really sick, or we're possibly even gonna die. Going through these withdrawals and getting this crap out of our system that's been in our system for so long that we don't know how to live without it. Or we're going to start stealing stuff from people. And we're going to steal it and we're going to sell it and we're going to take that money to get more drugs. Right? And I really feel like society is at that second part. We're stealing stuff from people so that we can sell it. So we can make money. So we can buy our drugs. So we can buy our stuff. That's that's where we're at, you know. And I, you know, begrudgingly have to participate in this system, and it sucks because I know I know the gas that I put in my vehicle. I know the plastic that's holding my soda. I know the metal that makes up the the building that I work in. I I know all of this stuff came from a place where it wasn't volunteered. Somebody somewhere along the line forced all of these situations to come together. <coughs> you know what I mean? And somebody suffered along the way so that I can live a more comfortable life. And that is wrong. Okay? That's bad. I don't dig that at all, but here I am. Okay? I don't know what to do next. Right? I don't know what happens next. 
I know I feel bad about it. I know I want to do something about it. But what is that something? This is why I didn't want to wait until the perfect time and the perfect, you know, the, the perfect amount of noise in the background or the lack of noise in the background and the, and the perfect studio and stuff like that. I've got things to say and I've got things to try and work through and, and it's got to happen soon. I feel like I've got to say this soon and, and loud and have this conversation with people so that something can be getting done. If, if, if nothing's getting done, then at least at least starting to put that vibe out there, starting to plant those seeds in people's ears, and eventually it grows, and they're like, oh, hey, you know, you're right, man. I don't need the brand new BMW 228i with the rag top and the two doors. I don't need to go to, what is this place? Hank's Fine Furniture and buy, you know, the, the latest leather couch because that leather came, that leather is the skin from an animal that got murdered so you'd have something to sit on. That ain't cool, man. making some okay decisions, but we could, in my opinion, it's just my opinion, okay, we could be making some better choices, you know what I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm coming from a weird angle, yes, vegan, minimalism, prepper, survivalist, tree-hugging, nature loving hippie guy you know throw all the labels at me that you want it helps you helps make you feel better and sleep better at night okay all right but the more I dig into these things the less good I sleep you know what I mean and I want to I want to try and figure out how to how to make my individual life fit me better. Okay? I don't I don't I don't want to force my opinions on anybody. I want to I want to live what I feel like is a good example and share that example with others, especially others who are in the same similar situation as me, getting a divorce, you don't have a whole lot of money don't have a whole lot of resources to work with all right but still trying to get it figured out how to do these things and and live not just not just survive but but thrive as well Does that makes sense I hope so I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. And I and I don't you know, like I said, I don't know what I don't know what that looks like. I don't know you know what a vegan tree hugging hippie kind of guy 
looks like as a prepper. We're going to get it figured out. I'm going to document the whole thing as best as I can. You know, how do I how do I do that off of one income? You know what I mean? What, what happens next? I don't know. I hope I hope you'll go down to the show notes and click on that link to my Twitter and and interact with me and, and say, hey man, look, here's here's me. I'm just like you. My wife left me, left me with the house and the kids. I've got a little yard. I'm a prepper too. I have a garden. Here's my garden. Look at what I look at the things that I do in my garden. Oh man, that's cool. That's cool. Can I interview you? Can I have an hour of your time to ask you? questions and and pick your brain and and post that content up for others to see cool yeah yeah that sounds great man all right cool you know and 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 go from there and see what happens next and hopefully all these little ripples that we're creating you know shakes up and touches every part of the pond and we all have a better grasp of of living life in a self-sufficient, in a sustainable way, in a self-reliant way, to the point that, you know, we're not, and I I get it, not everybody's going to be vegan, that's fine, you you don't have to be, okay, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, still, I'm trying not to force my opinion on others, okay, I don't want to force my opinion on anybody, but you know, I am going to throw out examples and, and stuff that may be triggers or, or whatever, especially whenever I have the conversation with myself about being vegan. And I'm sure that's going to stir up a lot of feelings of people. But this is, this is my path don't like my path, you don't have to travel it with me. That's fine. Okay, you don't have to like it. You also don't have to leave degrading conversation and and comments and stuff like that. You don't you don't have to be you know you don't have to be a jerk. You don't have to be the bad guy. Right, we get it. You're a bad person. You don't have to prove it to everybody. All right. But what what I do want to have happen is that we have we have some you know reasonable conversation about good guy versus bad guy. Just person talking to person and, and saying, ah, yeah, yeah, I get it. I see what you're saying here. Okay. All right. Well, I, I will take into consideration the things that you've said and see how that fits into my life. Not, you're wrong, hippie, tree-hugging hippie vegan. You got to have meat to eat, to live. I don't want to have that conversation. Okay. I've had that conversation never ends never ends really (laughs) 
That's a conversation that doesn't end. So I don't know. I don't know what it looks like. I'm looking forward to finding out, though. So, like I was saying, if if you would like to follow me in the exploration of what this looks like, awesome. Go down to the show notes, click on that link, and take you to my Twitter, and we can have some more conversation over there. I'm really looking forward to good, good conversation. All right? And that's it. Like, follow, subscribe, share with a friend, interact with me. Let me know what you think about the show, and I will talk to you later, man. Goodbye.